Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to the episode 305 of the After Lodge podcast, the premiere show of the After Lodge network. This is After Lodge Harlan coming to you live from the hills of western Pennsylvania. Joined as normal by Chuck, whose power went out. That's old news to most of you. Um, It does that often. But also, worshipless producer Bruce is with us. The flagship show, you could say, Harlan. Yes. That's true. The Cadillac of the After Lodge studio productions. (laughs) The Rochambeau of podcasts. Ah. The creme de la creme. No, that's it's it's one of those. That's two French puns in a row. We can't can't do that. Sir John is here. Howdy doody. Without his mullet. And Jamie is here with his mullet. Howdy doody. I've been mulletless for like 25 years now, so. Fellas, I went. It's never too late. To my adorable young niece's. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, 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 it is. This weekend. And while I was there, I saw two young boys with two of the most epic mullets I think I've probably seen since the 90s. Right on. Like one of them had like the, the like bright blonde hair and like it was spiky, like like Super Saiyan Goku mullet. Like, and it was, it was, you know, shoulder, like below shoulder length, nice trimmed up on the sides. Like it was was epic. I, I just kept like staring at this kid's mullet and like trying not to be creepy because I don't know this kid, but I'm like, yeah, that's that's gonna look bad. I have seen in a long time. It's the spikes that got, it was like the clumps of spikes just. You didn't walk over with your hand out like, no. oh. <laughs> no, I was down in Nowheresville, Western Pennsylvania. You do stuff like that and people never see you again. Um, I would think, yeah. Oh, that town, yeah. As it should be. <laughs> they don't have problems yeah. with people putting their hands on kids. Um, and Bruce, to be fair, I, I have all that's going on now. I don't have – but. As you can tell, the part of the field is barren and can't be. That's uh, mullet-ish. I mean, I feel like you can still pull it off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I want to like be the like typical like. Now, if you were Jewish, year old guy with a mullet. I mean, fair. I mean, I've got my. uh... There we go. I've got my 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 proper priest's ghetto, but uh, yeah, no. All you really needs a hat, you know, a hat, and then just let it grow, and it looks like you got I've, the whole thing. Too. I've never seen somebody in one of those with a mullet. You can totally make that happen. <laughs> you could be the set a trend. Set you a trend. Be the first. 
I doubt you'd be the first. You'd just be the first in the past, like, 30 years. No, I'm just going to uh, do the Viking thing and just shave the sides down so you can't tell that there's a bald spot here and then just braid it all in the back. It's going to take, like, five years, but... Hey, you just got to get through that awkward phase where it looks schmiegelisk. <laughs> I guess I'm there now. It's just weird. It bangs. I got shit. I don't know what to do, but yeah. I want to grow it all, so, you know, it's... Well, I thought you were mulleting it up, man. You got you to gotta trim that... Oh no, no, I've changed. So uh, He Man is Halloween. Camp, Jamie, that is not business. No, no, He Man for Halloween. So I got to get it all straight and cut cut it off yeah. a little bit and then dye it blonde. And then after that, I don't know what I'm exactly going to do. Because right now you got like the party in the front hangover in the back thing going on. <laughs> yeah, it's getting it's getting pretty head and nasty, but I haven't got a cut in a while. It's not under control. It's the it's the Canadian mullet, and then on the opposite well, this end, this part kind of is, to be honest. Like this is what you call this would be a Canadian mullet. You know what I mean? It's, the, uh, the, it's the, very American. The longer typo in the front and point break in the back. That's uh, that's something else. Mm-hmm. On the opposite side, he looks like he surfs. I was at a a lodge in the state that shall not be named uh, last week because I was invited to do, to do that whole talk on the name uh, of God. I did at our lodge, Bruce, way back. And then those guys that were visiting us had me come out to theirs. So it was time to do that. While I was out there, I'm meeting these guys. Cool guys. Um, there's this one dude standing over in the corner. He looks, like one of, he looks like one of the widow's sons, including the long, like, pointy black beard. And he was wearing, like, the cutoff sleeves, as, as widow's sons tend to do. And it was showing off his arm tattoos. And at some point as we're talking, I noticed that one of his sleeves very prominently features a bunch of clowns because he's a Shriner. Oh. But suddenly I was in like mortal terror. Like that dude looks so much scarier than he did before I realized that his arm was covered in clowns. How closely did you look at the clowns? That's, that was the next question. Were they like it clowns or were they like happy clowns? No, if they were like it clowns, it wouldn't have been as scary. Right. They were like That's what I was going go They were like happy clowns, which is horrifying. So much more demented. So much more demented. And the fact oh. that this, this guy, like, ah, I, I, I don't know. So I, then don't I, wanna, I don't ever want to second guess a brother, but. A clown's head? I my clown sleeve. Clown no, 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 sleeve. Not one like a sleeve. <laughs> I don't have any I will point this out to everybody else that knows me on the has listened to the show and all five of you for more than five minutes, maybe. I don't have any commandery tattoos. Like <laughs> Shriner with a clown tattoo, that's some robust shit. I'm not gonna lie. I mean no, it was and it was it was really well done. And like it I'm would not fit right in with the widow sun thing. That's a level of driven that I have not quite achieved. If I just didn't have like this mortal phobia of clowns, like I might not have kept trying to hide on different ends of the lodge. <laughs> so if I can manage to take the pain of getting a themed tattoo with my wife, not the same tattoo, but a themed tattoo that kind of goes together, Pokemon. I am going to get a Masonic tattoo after. I have tattoos. I just don't know if I can handle it anymore. I mean, I'm a bit of a pussy nowadays, you know. Like, you all should get matching Pokemon tattoos. I'm gonna punch you in the neck. That's that is the plan, actually. To be honest with you, since is, it, yeah, is it, it really? is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because that's nice. how we met. That's how we met, right? So we're getting. Um, 
two, yeah, two, a, a male and a female. Do you think I was yeah. just being an asshole? No, no. Don't you feel that's... terrible now, Bruce? No, no, no. John was anyway. Well, what? Yeah. No, they met him. So I mean, I just, I, I expect what's going to happen is James is going to show up with like a big slow bro tattoo across his neck one of these times. That would well, be, be sweet. It'll be here. That would be cool too. And it's not going to be somebody cool like Slowbro. It's going to be like Bulbasaur. No, it's Umbreon. In, in my defense, I, said, Pokemon I know her because of uh, Super Smash Brothers. So, well, I um, I don't... and it's tribal, like tribal, it's cool Pokemon. Yeah, so it's it's. You've it's already a... got it drawn up. Yeah, we already have. Yeah, we have we have representations that we like, and yeah. Neat. It is. It is. Anyway. Uh, so we had a charity breakfast this weekend as well, and uh, our cash register died. So <laughs> not that we didn't see it coming, because our cash register is one of those square stands with like an iPad in it, and the iPad okay. was like five years old when we got it, like five or six years ago. So can't update to the new right. software now. Yeah, that was the issue. Like the iPad's fine; it still works great. It's just yeah. nothing will work with it anymore. So we were going to get a new one of those, but Tony was there to uh, save the day with his wife's little swiper thing she uses for her craft booths. Oh, that, um, so it was real interesting trying to like work on Tony's iPad during this whole breakfast because he had the only device that had the headphone jack that you need. Trying to avoid the point, point like be everywhere through it. Right? Yeah, so there's that, and the weird alerts from like apps that like he doesn't even know what they do. And then at some <laughs> point, the screen locked, and and so I went back and I was trying to find the square and register somewhere app. popped up. This dude has downloaded the entire app store. Like, I'm scrolling. I, through I believe his, that. I'm scrolling through his yeah. page after page after page. I'm like, where is the register app? Do you remember how much he played Candy Crush back in yes. the day? Like, an yes. I remember that you talking about that. Yeah, and that was like ten years ago. Like, how do you find things in here? It reminded me of like what people's desktops used to look like back in right. like the Windows <laughs> XP days. You know, when you show up and somebody, it's just like just a million. Of- icons and nobody can god why can't you control your desktop and what was fun was i told tony he just walks over he doesn't even look like at the screen he just swipes his finger twice and taps some part of the screen and it's just like people's old desktops like they know where everything is and god help you if you worked in tech support which i did in high school and you decide to help someone out by you know refreshing the desktop and then all their (laughs) shit gets alphabetized and then they try to murder you Where's my stuff? I don't know. Uh, somewhere between A and Z in proper order. Uh, no, it was right here on this part of the wallpaper. My mom's computer's like that. I stopped helping her because it was. It's to this day like that. Like no, oh, old people. It was one of the one of our finer breakfasts as far as the food goes. Um, I wish the crowd had been up better, but you know, nobody got sick. Nobody complained. Nope. Uh, although my younger brother 
wanted to chat with me about you know calendars and stuff and that oh. saturday is when it finally dawned on me that my kid brother is actually going to be the master of my lodge and this Pretty isn't brother, this isn't brother squared because he did that a long time ago. He did a long like time my, ago. This is like my baby brother, like the youngest of them. Oh lord! Yeah, yeah. How many years younger than you is he? Nine. Yes, nine. Oh, you're in the okay, hole. that's a that's a kick in the ears. I mean, as long as you're there holding his hand, he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And you will be. Mm -hmm. This makes you oh. feel old. That's all. You're, oh, you're the lodge will be fine. I'm worried about me. Uh, well, there's nothing I can do. That. A Sorry. good secretary can help any master out. I am at the expense of their own sanity. Yeah, I'm walking proof of that, John. That's true. I have, as a guy who had two good secretaries and one bad one when I was master, the secretary makes all the difference in the world. I have navigated some. Uh, I've navigated some years. Um, um, I don't know the man, but you know, uh, your groundskeeper. That was a year I think you had to navigate a little bit. Uh, sort of, but it or did wasn't he do good like, by himself? It wasn't yeah. like lodge ritual or running the lodge. He he knew what he was doing. Right on. He did right on. he did pretty good. It was more practical navigating for him. Like, hey, that thing you're about to do is a bad idea, and here's right. why. It was, it was like <laughs> choices outside of being master. Right, right. Or, or being master, but it wasn't because he didn't know what he was doing. Sometimes it's because he did know what he was doing. But he didn't think about like what the old garb was going to do to him when he did what he was doing. Right, right. Some of the possible ramifications of your actions. Because I learned the hard way when I tried to uh, put our state's first draft of a standard ritual into practice in the lodge. And I had a full-on like riot on my hands. It still blows my so, mind. Oh, it still blows my mind that your state doesn't have a fixed. Good news. Someone's bringing it up again this year, and it's going to make Grand Lodge a lot of fun. Oh, I bet that's going to go well because you well, guys can't pick on select Look, John, every holler does things a little different. Yeah. Oh, okay? yeah. No, no. I do, it I, came up about year. 10 years ago the last time. I've known enough guys from West Virginia to know, know how things work in the hollers. So, yeah, no. Uh, it's not. So the thing around here is. There's actually a lot more support for standardizing the ritual than you would think. The reason it meets with so much opposition is because people don't want the Grand Lodge to have the ability to then decide what the ritual is later. Because once you've got a standard ritual, it's the Grand Lodge, <laughs> the Grand Lodge can then change it and say one of my favorite examples, which is far fetched and silly, but people think like this is, well, once they get it standardized and we're all forced to use it, then the Grand Lodge can change the obligation and uh, make <clears> us all let women in. It's like, it, And then be unrecognized by every other Grand Lodge. Right. I mean, it's a ridiculous thing, but I do, I do kind of get the premise. I kind of share it. Like, it, yeah, it's great now. Everybody's on the same page, but what happens if there's some, some committee later that gets appointed and wants to do... I don't know, something crazy. Well, then it, all the other states tell them they're regular and they straighten up and fly right. 
I think the I problem you. is that it puts more power in Grand Lodge's yeah. hands and less in the individual lodge. And Harlan and I like, and the After Lodge podcast are generally in favor of the individual lodge. <laughs> Jimmy's about to shoot us. Say- Harlan does not like when I speak for the After Lodge podcast. Am I wrong, Harlan? You're the worshipless producer. Hold on. We, we are, you speak for the podcast. We have a foreigner on the podcast that's about to liquefy his own brain. Jamie, this is just like so, the United Nations. Canada goes last. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. That is fair. But we're on the topic of Grand Lodge and control. Oh, yeah. And you guys oh, already yeah. know. So you guys already know, generally, can't say names this time, but there is a situation with my current Grandmaster who has put down decrees to us that we don't like, one of them being to come to Lodge, you must have shirt, tie, and jacket. Hmm. Yeah, doesn't say pants, which is kind of funny because we thought about the other night that we might go without yeah, pants. Like shorts? shorts, yeah. Without, you know, put shorts yeah. on and then everything yeah, else. Yeah, and I, skirt. I, I, I would totally do that. Yeah, that's a thought. Um, but as you guys know, we had talked about it in our meeting and my secretary stood up and said, you know, if I go to a meeting that he happens to show up to and there's somebody like that and he berates them publicly, I'm going to get up and leave. And all of us agreed that's going to be the case. Now, quite a few of us are doing as much as we can to attend every one of the Grand Lodge meetings at all of the lodges on Prince Edward Island, which right now active is about 10. So it's not a whole lot of meetings. Um, and this over the next two months. So we're going to go to all of them. Now, I don't expect don't suspect that's going to happen during a Grand Lodge meeting, right? Nobody's going to go to Grand Lodge when the Grand Lodge is visiting your lodge and doing a ceremony that you're going to go undressed proper. Or, you know what I mean? But the situation is there are going to be some brothers that don't own a jacket and a tie that aren't going to be able to attend at all and aren't going to see that ceremonies because they don't own one and they don't have the funds to do so. And I don't think that's fair. Well, then one of those lodges with money needs to start a program to buy some used jackets. And that's... And that's what has to be done, I think, if that's going to be. But I don't like that he can decree that that's what we have to do in our lodge. I, I agree. I, I would agree with you. No, I would yeah. agree. I but to go to Grand Lodge, if you want to come, I can understand. You have to wear But But if we go to a regular lodge and he just shows up, because he'll, he'll visit lodges throughout the next year, right? So, I mean, last year, our the previous Grand Master visited us, I think, every meeting we had. So... One of the years I was master, we had the grandmaster uh, visit us uh, in June, right before we were going to close. We were just going to do an educational lodge, eat stuff, have fun, go dark for the summer. And we didn't have air conditioning, so I told the guys, you know, shorts. You can show up with shorts. I don't care because we were rural-ish, sort of, which is a farm community. Now it's attached as a suburb from St. Paul because it's expanded, but... It's a farm community, so guys showed up just as they were, and I was just happy to have them in lodge. I, I know a guy that shows up. He's a mechanic for a major airline. He shows up in his flight suit for meetings because he has to go to work third shift after his meeting. I wouldn't remove him from any meeting for showing up in his in the uh, his jumpsuit for wrenching on airplanes because he's got to do it an hour after lodge closes. Yeah, I, I don't agree with telling a brother he has to leave. It's yeah. just not right. Yeah. Like you said, if you're going to the Grand Lodge proceedings, yeah, okay, fine. You but, know what you're, you, you yeah. know, because there's going to be pictures, there's going to be stuff. You, you shouldn't go to that un, unclosed. Yeah, that's that's a different that. situation. But your general meeting? We had our Grand Master issue an edict about 10 years ago 
that all of the lodge officers, if no one else, needed to come at least in a shirt and tie. Which and he, he also allowed provisions for, you know, if you're coming from work, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Lodge is adapted. We made it work. Uh, I was, as you would guess, fond of the idea. Maybe not that it happened by edict, but, you know, I'm generally supportive. <laughs> we have one lodge. <clears throat> the same lodge that I wear my uh, special denim overall tuxedo to, which <laughs> I did that last week as well, and we didn't have a show for me to talk about. Um Ooh, for those of you who haven't listened, I, I go to this lodge to their event once a year where I wear blue jean overalls with my like wingtip tuxedo, like ruffle front shirt and a bow tie. And it's a big I'd event. Like, to see like that. the whole Grand Lodge <laughs> is there. And, and it's quite a sight to see like all the purple people eaters in their full regalia with like I'm, dress shirts and ties and, and blue jean overalls. I'm like half tempted to do dual membership just for fun. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it, it, that's a fun event. I, I haven't missed it since I've been a Mason. But it was that lodge. And that lodge is just in a very rural town. And the people there, like, I own denim overalls for the sole purpose of wearing them to this event once a year. Those guys did this event because they all, like, have them. Multiple sets. Like, it's, it's just, it's that kind of town, right? So when the Grand Master put out that edict... These guys, in, in a stroke of genius that I still admire, they bought, they had designed these blue jean dress shirts with their lodges like logo on the pocket, like so they would match. And they, they look nice for, you know, denim Oxford shirts. That was a big thing in the 90s. Um, so they got these blue jean dress shirts and then they got these denim ties that like zip up. <laughs> and so. They were all in uniform. Nice. Uh, the word I got was that the Grand Master loved it. So I, I don't know if they were trying to be smart asses because that's what I would have been trying to do if I was doing that. Uh-huh. And it, I guess that kind of backfires when, when the big guy's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen, y'all. Yeah. Never now you got to do it over again. Never authority, irritate authority. You need less effort yes. and you get better results. Yeah. Well, so even today now, that's like a a borderline uniform of that lodge. Like everybody who's a member there gets one of those shirts to just, it's like their, their lodge's shirt now. (laughs) They don't wear it like as a thing for the officers anymore. It's just randomly, you'll see one of them out traveling to another lodge and they're, they're representing their lodge with that denim dress shirt. Um, So you could do something like, that's kind of what Jamie was talking about with like, well, we could just wear shorts, like put on tuxedo tops and you know, Men's basketball shorts. I wouldn't even go that the far. Old school I'd men's put on a pair of cargos shorts. at least. You know, I'd put at least a pair of cargos on. Something cotton, not sporty, but... Dude, you're from PEI. You're full of Celts. Wear a kilt. Well, and I could get one pretty easy. <laughs> Speaking of... Or Celts. or get some really big plaid schoolgirl skirts and really screw with them. I'm... Oh. I don't know about that. Well, the hair's I'd do that in New York. I'd show up for like a evening ground, evening gown bottom and like a tuxedo top, just a much brain implode. Listen, the day the day that I got the day that I got signed in to be a shrine that did, 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 I'm, I'm as a as a noble now. So there was another guy that was there, and he's in another lodge in PEI, and um, he's six foot four, and he is a pretty man. Like I don't, I'm not. <laughs> I know Bruce. You're gonna look at me. I came home and I looked at my wife and I said, "Well, honey." I've decided if I have to kiss a man, it's him. 
there's those guys. When you know, you know. When you know, you know. I'm like, if I had to kiss a man, it's him. You know, I... Good story, Jamie. <laughs> it's it's hey, true. Listen, I, I thought there was going to be, like, something after that where you told the relevant part of the story. Nope. That, hey, was, nope. the that was it. Just... In that Jamie, was the relevant point. In Jamie's point. defense, I think uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston's mine. So, I mean, is he, though? Well, okay, maybe Chris... Uh, You're going to have a lot Evans. of competition. I, I mean, yeah, probably Chris Evans, actually. I mean, but, you know... Hmm. This is a weird conversation. It is a weird conversation. Sorry. Okay, the weirder. Um, speaking of Celts Who's and yours, Irishmen, Harlan? Uh, oh, uh, Balboa, of course. Oh. Rocky? The, no. Jason. Oh. Momoa. 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 Why did I, I said Balboa. Yeah, I know. I, I know who you I meant. I Rocky, yeah. too. Well, the, but, differ- the difference is if, is if Jason Momoa wants to kiss you, you, you don't have a choice. That's the best part. <laughs> That's one of those just try to relax moments. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what Harlan's looking. Take for. your mind, take your mind to a happy place. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> let it all happen hey, and man. don't. <laughs> I think I might be able to play off Hiddles. I think you might be. F- I'm just saying. Harlan's been through law school. He knows how to detach his soul from his body, so he doesn't have, so he doesn't have to experience whatever's happening in front of him. Close your eyes and think of England. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like I'll come back in a few hours. You have fun. Oh. <laughs> Night. Night. So we also have to discuss the fact that I now have a king. That's where I was going. Speaking of Celts and okay. Irishmen. Oh um, yeah. Got a new. So. I don't know if any of you guys were on Reddit last week. I made the mistake of hopping on after a forever a hiatus last week of all times. And the sub had been taken over by our British brethren, as you could imagine, um, all of them telling their tales and stories. Except there was a lot of, as I don't know why I'm surprised, but just shitheadedness floating around the subreddit. And I I get it. Like, I'm right there on the, like, you know, down with the monarchy, the institution's awful, all that jazz. But there's a time and place, fellas. A time and place. Yep. And that was neither the time nor the place, and it was embarrassing to see happen. Yeah. As Some of those guys I actually know. Oh, for fuck. And it just, it was hurtful to watch. Yeah, sorry, as as a Mason and as a arguably recognizable Finney and Irishman who <laughs> likes pick and fight. So the British, not now. Well, um, right. Like there's was, chiefly on a Masonic subreddit because you're talking about <laughs> the most prolific Masonic widow in history. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You were talking about the, the largest broken column that's ever been seen. That's mm-hmm. uh yeah. Um, uh, yeah. In case any of you, forgot her dad was grand master of ugle her cousin still is and her late husband was and her grandfather and uncles and everybody else except her sons um well because we have a bar that has to be met (laughs) you have to be a good man to first get in i'll tell you what i will i will sign prince harry's petition if you give me the opportunity because that dude's harsh i I did 
I did appreciate the the all of the talk about you know the people were there was one thread where guys were comparing how many members they had who were present the last time the lodge raised a toast to the king. I, I saw a bunch of them. And somebody was like, my lodge has one. Wow. Someone was like, my mm. lodge got three guys that were there the last time. And you're like, dude, that was like 70 years ago. 70 years and they ago. Were, they were 18-year-old yeah. entered apprentices. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the other part. That's right. And then I, I tried to remind and whisper good counsel to no avail to one guy in particular. But it's like, dude, like we've got pictures of George Washington in every lodge. They've got where the Washington portrait would be. It was a portrait of the queen. Like this is a big deal to our brothers. They're in mourning. Don't be Stop a, dick. Being a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will later pick up my, you know, down with the monarchy stuff later. Um, yeah. but I can't no, kill of the queen for a lot of reasons, not just because she was a Masonic widow, but like, damn, Winston Churchill worked for her. <laughs> like it's queen Elizabeth. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm as Irish as a, as a Yankee can get, and I like her. I mean, don't get me started on like Margaret Thatcher and the other shitheads that have been running the country since, but I mean. Well, all you have to do is turn the clock back to like the early 1900s and look at all of the Western monarchies and then turn the clock forward to today and look at the one. <laughs> yes. And it's because it was her. I think if it had been anyone else, there wouldn't still be a monarchy in the United Kingdom. I wonder if she was secretly really, really ruthless. Yes. Yeah. She would have had to. No, don't tell. She, yeah. looked, she looked literally like my grandmother. Don't tell me that. My grandma was a nice person. I have to think. I, Sorry. I and you had a very I healthy mean, sense of fear of your grandmother, too. No. You might not admit it. No, and, and that's kind of the thing, right? I'm, I'm not well, going to. My grandma to how to curse and check by cursing at me when I was a kid. So, See? I mean, there is that. Yes. But all jokes about no. the queen aside, I make on here. It's too bad she's dead and all that jazz. Um, and uh, I lost my train of thought. I had too many puffs on the thing. <laughs> no, yeah, he Good boy, yeah. Jamie. Shit. Dude, he showed me oh, he was uh, information there. Oh, you. Oh, you're hitting it again. No, I'm hey, not. Homeboy busted out a, a water bong right before Harlan jumped on him before we started recording. And I'm like, oh, what you doing in the shed taking hits from the bong? And he's yeah, like, right, Jamie, we're not doing a podcast no. or anything over we, here. We yeah, can't, no, I did it beforehand. We can't speak ill of the queen it on the show. It doesn't go away. Like, no. And if we do, I'll have to censor it out. However, the king is now yes. the king, and he is perfectly fair game. So do y'all remember that time when he told how much he wanted to be a tampon? Oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, I heard that. Oh that my was... god. And, However, and it's a little but, like haven't hasn't many men made that joke. Yes, but none of us are arguably in actual royal houses that are currently. Okay, but okay, but also not uh, reach out and grab him by the and he's still got the head of a country. Yeah, well Yeah, but we picked that guy. It wasn't hereditary. <laughs> that the That's kind of where I'm going. Right? <laughs> Sustain. I'm the worst lawyer ever. Uh, it, it, but I mean, admittedly, admittedly, yes, there's, there's King Big Ears now, and but we it could oh, yeah. be worse. It could be his brother. 
and I don't thankfully I don't think he's one of ours of the craft. I wonder how long he's been sitting there going, "When will my time come? When will my time come?" The best meme I saw was like, "Newsflash: seventy-three-year-old man finally gets job." Uh, yeah, which was hilarious. He, like, he can't history. make it long. Like he'll know he was just holding on to get this. <laughs> just, yeah, they're gonna. I mean, he's, it's gonna be yeah. like two weeks. It's gonna, no, the sword's gonna go tap, tap. They're gonna hit him on the head. And he's gonna go yes. <laughs> next, I don't know. Not, he, 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 he might rule fifteen years. The next one, but he's only got about ten good years in him. And what if the guy goes senile? And you know, I mean, admittedly, he had ten good years in him, but they're now like beyond. I just they I were twenty know. years ago. Right. They were twenty years ago. Yeah, his ten good years twenty years ago. Say, now he's got 10 years. I would call him good. Yeah, it's... I was surprised to hear all of it, because the last I'd paid attention to the, the royal family stuff was I had heard that that Elizabeth had skipped his highness and was having William succeed her, and I was like, oh, that's cold. And so, when I heard that she passed, and then Charles was on the throne, and then I, I don't remember. I guess I heard that wrong before, or something. So I don't know. We have the we have the day off Monday for a funeral, as you should. Federal huh. federal employees, yeah. So I mean, I would I would be money you at this point, but that's this is not the right time. No, it <laughs> it week, corresponded to that in a couple months, Jamie. Like next it week corresponded to making me a four day weekend, which is nice. I got Friday off already, so now I got a four-day weekend. I can't complain about that. So is Monday Boxing Day? No, Boxing Day is when they put in the coffin a couple days ago. That's the Boxing Day. Now they moved her today. I actually, I admittedly watched part of the procession, and it was funny because you had the now future king and the oldest son, and a couple other people in uniform, and then in the second tier, then you have Prince Harry, which admittedly I like because he actually did stuff and is kind of a hard ass. But he's in his English morning suit because he was abdicated or removed or whatever the Brits do with his role as a royal. And then he's actually wearing his military medals on there because he actually did stuff and earned them, unlike the rest of the clowns walking in the front. I, too, have been watching Game of Thrones. Bruce, I feel bad saying that because then like, I, have to, I have to remind myself I'm in Commandery and there's a little bit of that like goes on in commandery so military cosplay yeah no yeah maybe yeah that's fair we do it in the scottish right too brother oh yeah no yeah i'm scottish Patton's right there yeah no except our uniforms are clearly cosplay they're not like actual old naval uniforms john do you dress as the chick in the silver hair is that why you keep your hair short (laughs) big on (laughs) <laughs> hey man for a handful of dollars like back in the olden days when the men play all the roles you know yes yeah oh, yeah Greek no, theater that, yeah no, no that's usually some, we, some reason they didn't think women good we no we usually have our our go-to in in this state his name's foster he's, he's actually the grand senior deacon and he's nicest guy ever um yeah. great guy but we we usually he's been rung into more like women's roles in in <laughs> 
in different degrees. It's going to uh, become a little weird after a while. Oh, no, we just start calling her Fosterella. It's awesome. You have women's roles and degrees? So there's the there's one degree you know, in... I wasn't going to ask. No, there's one, <laughs> there's one degree, uh, the super excellent master in cryptic masonry, where there's a, I can't remember what it is, dancing girl or something like that. I'm joining now. And no, Foster did it years ago and then got like it's stuck with it. It was just like... It made legend right when he did it, and so now there's the Fosterella role. It's. I mean, I'd heard rumors of like the belly dancers in the shrine. But... That that is factual, and I've seen it, but it's not in the degree. It's like at events, but yes, Osmond's done can't it. Can't stop envisioning Tony in a freaking fez with his gut hanging out, like shaking it. Oh, he and he would. It. He would love he it. Would. Yes. Oh, he would love it. He would be up to that. Yeah. Well, the only guy that could be a big band belly dancer and not because of the band because of the big band in the middle would be tony i think a fez is about the only head i've never seen him wear that's true <laughs> don't oh, give him ideas bruce even even tony has limits hey our treasurer is <laughs> joining the shrine this weekend so hmm. yeah. um, i'll I, i'll mail him my fez he can have it yeah yeah well oh, did i show you guys my fez yet I don't think I have. You got recently fezzed. Uh, no, I saw your picture on Slack. I haven't seen you. Oh, no, shit, boys. Hold on. Yeah, we. it's been like Just for the shits and giggles. three weeks yeah. since the last show. So Yeah, no. We, yeah, Lots we, happened. I'm trying to keep track of it all. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what other has gone on afoot that in the last three weeks. But. Well, I did raise the question about Masonic obligation oh, shit. to our, our fraternal widowers. Yep, that's right. We're gonna we're gonna hash this out. I was ruminating that with some guys, just as one of those like, you know, conversation starters at the Scottish Rite, sitting around a table. And All right, first, hold on, put on the 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 oh yeah bucket. Yeah, let's see your let's see it your. Looks like uh, I play KFC like upside down. Like, hold on, I'm gonna have to take my headset off probably to do this one. Has it got a propeller on. on it? It's got a. <laughs> It's got a maple leaf in there on the desk. Oh, oh wow. Keeper. That's that. sharp. I like that. That's special. I like that tassel keeper. That's pretty pretty baller. There we go. Is that Fellini? Yeah, I, I was going to try to put the headset on and couldn't figure out why it couldn't go over the fence. Fellini is not Arabic, is it? That I honestly can't answer for you. I don't know. I thought all the shrines had like Arabic names. Most of them do, but there's always outliers. Yeah. Oh no! Don't tell me I'm in a clandy shrine. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get there? They came to me. I found a I found a flyer on a telephone pole. One of the little number tabs. What is the little clip they came to pull the number off the and... and they had everything. Like it was, you know. And by Ooh. brothers that are in my lodge. <laughs> Want to join the Illuminati? Call because the, the brothers from your lodge have never steered you wrong before. No. <laughs> no, they have not. <laughs> According to Google, it hey, is Jamie, I got this really nice... Uh, I like the fact that we have a timeshare in Arizona that I'd, I'd like to sell you. I just want to enjoy the fact that we have a... a Bong ripper on the show with a mullet that was just wearing a fez and giggling. That is a that's a yeah quadrilateral that a fez, I, a fez with Greek on it. Yeah, is it uh, Greek? Is it Greek? Uh, that's just culturally insensitive. 
well, as, if, as if the whole Arabic thing isn't. There, there is that, Harlan. Uh, I yeah. I haven't heard of a lot of people that wear a fez, and the last time I, well, I get that from Casablanca. So take that for what it's worth. So, and of course, I'm Canadian, so to protect my case, I put hockey tape around the bottom and the top corners and then stuck a sticker on it. I was I was half expecting like a hollowed out trunk of a oh, no. tree with like a hockey tape. In it. Comes off easy, doesn't leave glue behind, but it's nice and tough, fabric, water resistant. And it's great stuff. And if you don't have the right combo and you open it up, the rabid flying squirrel comes out and latches itself to your face. Hmm. Are you planning on smacking your fez around an ice rink? Like, why do you need? He's Canadian. Yes. Because because the case is a hand because the case is a hand me down case that happened to be kicking around and the bottom was cracked, so I taped that, that, it. That question is a yes, no matter what noun you put in there. Yeah. No. That's... Yes. Yes. <laughs> We've, we've now discovered that Jamie is a Hanson brother for anybody that's actually seen Slapshot. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to show up that, you're gonna show that you. week with tape on your glasses. <laughs> Man, hockey tape. Hockey tape is 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 my duct tape. Uh, you know, I used Isn't hockey just tape on my tape? when I was a kid, so yeah. What you say, Harlan? Isn't it just duct tape? No. No, it's a it's a softer. It stretches a bit. It's, it's really water resistant. Like I use it at work to keep my hands when I'm messing with the milk containers that dry your hands out really bad, and I have eczema. All, so I, I wrap two of my fingers. Sound like duct tape too, though. Or, or like but but duct tape doesn't breathe. Where yeah, this, even though the tape, even though the glue is water resistant, the the glue the the um tape still allows your fingers to breathe more than duct so tape. Harlan, Harlan, do you know what gaffer's tape is? Right. Yeah. It's fabric. So it's gaffer's tape for men. Fair enough. I live in Minnesota. I can say that. Aren't, aren't most gaffers men? Yes. Sort of. Okay. Well, just saying. I can right. find For every roll of gaffers or duct tape I can find in my state, I can find five rolls of hockey tape. Because we are Ontario's pants. Just saying. That's because there's three gaffers in all of Minnesota. And they probably all work out of state. <laughs> How hard is it to hold a microphone? That's all I'm saying. Uh, oh, no, those are the grips. I'm sorry. I'm getting my, my backstage <laughs> shit mixed up. So anyway, Harlan. So let's our, <laughs> our philosophical question that came up at ye old Scottish right around Which the dinner table. Do tape until it does. Because sometimes we, uh, somebody will just come up with something wild. And at first we're all like laughing because, ah, this is like, this is silly. But then eventually we stopped because it's, it's actually kind of a good question. What is a Mason's obligation to a Masonic widower? And by widower, I should define that for the audience. I mean, our late brother's husband. So. Because. Believe it or not, Tennessee, that happens everywhere else. Yes. A Just man can me. marry another man. Well, be the same yeah. obligation we would to a female, whatever, I guess. That would be the only right answer I have. But so that's, the, that's the easy answer. Right? But is he also a brother? Well, so that came up too. And I think I think the answer there is no, if he right. is, then, well, 
it, it's a moot point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the the idea is kind of rooted in gender roles. Correct. That was where I was going. Like the actual definition of a widow is is here anyway. A a late Mason's wife until and unless she remarries. So. For clarification, which for old times' sake means she's now supported by a man. Correct. So, so okay. So, for clarification, you now we, we now have to figure out if they're outside spoon or inside spoon before we help them because they were married to a mason. No, well, I think that's so, pertinent to the question. So, no, 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 no. no. I think it is that question, not the way you asked it, but in the <laughs> like, nobody asks things the way I ask them. Like it's the Weird classic. Flex, it depends. John. Answer of. <laughs> You know, was because there's there's the in the stereotypical literature, right? There's there's the breadwinner and the homemaker, mm-hmm. and so which one is was the widower? Does that matter? I I like to play my Masonic rules like simple, and so I tend to go with the first response, which is it's the same obligation it would be to his Here? his wife, but. There, there's a thing about is he a brother himself, or then someone brought up the like what Bruce said. The purpose was to assist and and you know look after our brother's widow in that paternal sense of that's what he was doing and he can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a man's world, as that song says. Um, does in every case the uh, uh, the widower even need that? Like, so is, is it an obligation? Okay, then I, I, I have to pose the question to you: How many widows are you supporting? The reality of our lodge, uh, <laughs> to a different degree, it depends on on. Like financially, or just helping? I like that. Carlos answering the question, and Bruce is cracking up. So, there's... how many wow. widows are you supporting? The reality of what does that mean? I don't know. Sorry, the reality of like, yeah, I don't know how I see. I can't speak, right? You, gotta, you, you understand gotta, my question. You got to see through the haze. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's Yoda it's speak. Just let it happen. If I if I did if I did it in a Yoda voice, you had no, we would have no issues. They just continue on and answer the question. <laughs> but, like the philosophical <laughs> stuff is kind of bullshit here. If the dude needs help, your yeah, lodge helps help him. him. Yeah, if he yeah, help him. Then then don't. And maybe offer him. it either way. Invite him to all the events we do with the widows. And- yeah, right. yeah. Well, and the you know you said the question comes up is is the other person a brother? You have a different obligation now. They're a brother. Guess what? You're going to help. That's just it. Yeah, the yeah. You're you're obligated to the other person if they're a brother. If they're not, and we have uh, I know two personally very closely uh, within my area that are in this situation. They are Mason. Their husband isn't. And uh, if I read it as, it doesn't matter if it's a widower or a widower, it's the former spouse that has lost, our brother has departed, they are now missing something, and it's our job to make sure that they can cope with that as best as they can, that we can... Yeah, because, because they, the human beings and they've lost somebody that they care. I mean, you, you, they're not only financially but emotionally, we, we have to yeah, anyway. Yeah, and, and, and so, so I mean, but I'm, 
Wait, I got. I, I got. So does I, that mean that the no. conjugal obligation carries forward too? No, no, no. no. The emo, the the emotional. Well, no, I mean the, not the conjugal. You the can't marry a brother of a brother. The bro. prohibition no. on on twenty bucks being involved 20 bucks. with a mason's widow. Does that carry to his to his husband? Well, there's still the widow, so yes. So right. yes, it does, and that unless you're. So does the native promiscuity of men play in here? So the so the question is: Do we are are you banned from having relations with that? Uh, as an ER investigator, this is just making me flinch. Yes. <laughs> now you know why we were at that dinner table so long. And I hate you, you barristered bastard. So the the I, the question is: Can you have relations with that individual? Because. Even if if they're a widower and not a widow, I you know I'm I'm Harlan. I'm gonna grab your sack and pull like a yank and a paper towel next time. I think it's still a no. I mean, there's no real question there. It didn't originate with me. Okay, well, I didn't think it did, but like, okay, now we'll throw another wrench in there. We're all in agreement here. I think the real philosophical question is: Should the obligation be amended to? reflect this idea. I don't think right. it's amended per se, but it needs to be equally applied. Yes, that. We live in a jurisdiction but not where everybody like, is going to interpret it the way we do. Right, but that's the, the problem with amending the obligation. as smart as other people. Is in our jurisdiction, Bruce, at that other lodge I was at that I was giving a talk at, I'm sitting at dinner listening to the guy behind me go on about how outraged he was because the master of his lodge had come out of the closet and they had called up the grand master and the grand secretary and the district deputy. And they all told me that there was nothing they could do about it. Are you kidding me? Outrage. Yeah. Oh my God. There's a large contingent of our brethren who still think like that. So this kind of question isn't for them. I yeah, no, because them, sorry, brothers, but you're, yeah. Here's why. You took an obligation, the same obligation that person took. They're your brother. If you want to avoid that obligation, one, as a seminarian, I will tell you, you took that evoking the name of your deity. One, naughty, naughty. Two, you... naughty. Okay, what? John, by word of the obligation, the husband, widower, wouldn't then be supported by the lodge. No, but I think this whole offshoot of of argument of the current master comes out of the lodge that's a different right. argument than the widow widower this is well, a this is a, creating I, I, the type of people i'm dealing with here right no this is a i discovered my master's gay and i don't like it and i try to get him expelled that's a different argument it's a stupid argument anybody that wants to have it i'm taking over for chuck because he's not here you're doing a good job it, well i'm irish and you're you a little know, too pretty though um, but oh, so we'll, we'll, was pale. we'll push. Yeah, he was looking pretty well. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, he got really dehydrated at it at the city festival this past weekend. Yeah. And, like he needed time in hospital and everything else. He yeah, rehydrated. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. He looked yeah. like paper dog shit. It was just the lack of uh, electricity. He hadn't been on Pornhub in like two days, and it was. I mean, cool. that's true, but I mean, he looked like hammer dog shit even for Chuck, and that's saying something. So. <laughs> So we take that other, well, the, the master's gay thing, we'll take that to the side. The argument of 
or discussion of, you know, uh, do we look after their widower? I still say that the spirit in which that language was written, you, you are looking after that person's spouse. Now, Harlan brought up the who's the breadwinner, who's the homemaker. Okay, let me counter it with a point. Sorry, James, I'm going to do it. But <laughs> our, our good friend, the fourth, um, he's stay-at-home dad. He's he's the dad guy. He takes care of uh, of the wee one and stuff because Someone and has is good for the kid. Yeah, no, and and Anne is Anne is frankly the the powerhouse uh, with she gets paid stupid money because she's wickedly bright. Um, so then, okay, so what's the argument now? Uh, we only take care of the homemaker because the breadwinner's dead, and then we go after we say the breadwinner is the the, the husband and the no homemaker. I think, then, like, I think that applies the same way it does to our widows now. Like, if if they're independently wealthy, then financial support's not something we provide. We don't have to provide. Nothing. They're not going to ask. No, he's talking about if she died, what would he do? Wait, nothing in our oh. obligation says. We have to specifically provide financial support. Should we? That's yeah. right. Should it's very we, strongly implied. Yes, no, but it's not. That, but. You, support. Support. There's no support. Okay. I will help you come re, reframe a door. I will change tires for you. If I, you know, if we'll, we'll help financially if we need to. If you don't need it, and all of a sudden you don't know how to replace a sink. Okay, great. We're there. That's That's what that is. My kid doesn't have a dad anymore, and he wants to play softball, or he wants to go do these things and wants somebody there that's kind of a dad. That's what we do. That's our obligation. Mm -hmm. I don't care what dangly bits the person they're married to has. I'm obligated to help that person and that family. And right? although we all agree with that, like that's up to personal interpretation. Yeah. It is. And that you're not and wrong. some lodges might take that personal interpretation to a no, which is, which which is, is yeah. That, and some lodges are dead wrong because they are, yes, they are somehow clandestine and operating within normal parameters. Sorry, tough, tough, hey, tough we're, we said we were going to lay off I'm, the Grand Lodge of I'm Ohio, talking, John. I'm talking more yeah. about on an individual level than an no, individual I, lodge. I, yeah, you're right. I, I get that on the individual level, but at the same time, it's. We're supposed to be good people to our friends, our neighbors, our families, our country, and ourselves. Paraphrasing drastically, but if you are willing to help a widow because they're, you know, in a traditional right heterosexual relationship, there's a widow there that our brother has passed away, and all of a sudden, oh, we gotta we gotta help the wife because she's she's meek and needs help. I tell you what, if you ever looked at, I love Anne to death, Anne McNeely, I wouldn't call her meek unless I was behind bulletproof glass because she will beat your ass because she's not. She may not need that assistance, but we still offer it to her because that's what we do. If you change the person that you're offering that assistance to and say it's their husband, it's I, I, I don't see the difference here. It's the spouse. I, the person that loves that brother as deeply as we should or try to at least because we're all fractured nuts. But again, 
John, nobody us, here does the, yeah. the, the. No, I'm not saying you do. Or for those of you listening, for us to argue with and, and making sound for us to tell later. them that they're wrong. I don't Ohio. think there was. Maybe there's somebody in the YouTube that none of us are watching arguing with this right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, no, I haven't seen. None of us are watching. I, I doubt it. But there's. I got three screens on, and none of them are on the YouTube. Now I got to pull it up. There was no disagreement amongst the After Lodge crew on this issue, would, nor would I, I expect no. there to be, because there no. some things we're of one mind on. And well, it's probably one of them. They're the family of a brother. What do you? Yeah. Do you how hard do you need to make it? But you guys still obviously had the same kind of conversation as to how absurd it would. Anyway, yeah. Well, that's how. So that's how these these after lodge chats go, Jamie. Is somebody starts with an honest question, and then we quickly come to the consensus answer, and then somebody starts taking things, you know, yeah, not absurd, yeah, right? And just let's how absurd of a hypothetical can we make? Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. This is like anti Mythbusters. It's that becomes that becomes entertainment. Intellectual masturbation is the, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, this is how you figure out tough issues: is you get you throw the weird question out there, and then everybody dog piles on it and beats it for a while and figures out go, go down the rabbit hole of thoughts. That's exactly yeah. how we train yeah. lawyers and then test them. Oh, yeah. Is like you just take these absurd hypotheticals or. In the case of law school, absurd, like not hypotheticals, because they really happened. And then, yeah, you you do the same kind of same kind of chat. Oh like, shit! Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, I thought you were on. I apologize. No, keep going. Keep oh, going. I'll tell you after. Good. I was. Well, uh, update. It's a, up, it's a, update. It's a good segue point, Jamie. My brain, my brain blew up. My brain blew up. Update on Firebug. Did that, did that neuron finally get there from like? Oh, update oh, on Firebug. No, update no, on the Firebug. Fire the Firebug. So, um, she is now in the process of being divorced. Oh, he is taking the children. Bug. Yeah, the match flinger. He is taking the children, and things are going crazy. That's all I know for sure right now. But uh, I will keep trying to get as many updates as possible on Firebug. But what that's that, that's this about? week's. Remember the girl, the girl that the girl that set the fire at the at the party. Yeah, and her husband is a firefighter. Yeah, so yeah. divorcing in the process of divorce, she is not in the sense. house. He has the children. Yeah, also makes sense. Yeah, all of so, those things sound correct. <laughs> yep. So I'll just I'll keep you updates no, because oh yeah, all right, right. What? Because and and the reason the actual separation happened though was not over the fire is because she was cheating on him with the fire chief. Sorry, I forgot was, that detail. She was cheating on him with a column of fire. With the call with with, with the fire chief with, with his well, boss basically yeah, yeah. so that's the, that's the highest level of fireman he said what he yes. said the column of fire the column of fire you know so what? yeah so that's that's the update for this week I'll continue on if I get them I, I, feel, I feel for the guy my first wife when I when I was working as a street yeah. cop uh, cheated on me with a meth dealer uh, oh it's not the first time former meth dealer so this was the straw that broke the camel's back but it's not the first yes, time. John. You can't compete with that kind of income potential, John. No, no, absolutely not. No, as a civil servant, no. no. You also can't compete with that level of meth. <laughs> no. That's... I don't know. He When he shaves his head, he's got the right look for it. There, there are certain things you provide for a person, and meth is not one of them. Yeah, no, that's definitely not my, <laughs> my bag of tricks. Thank you. Despite my Walter White alter ego when I do shave my head. Thank you, Harlan. That's, that's pretty close. Honestly. Yeah, no. Bad sarcasm and, you know, <clears throat> a liquor cabinet that's usually perpetually stocked. That's that's what you get out of me as a husband. And 
No meth. My current wife has low standards and keeps me around. Yes. She doesn't need meth, so you're good. Thank no, yeah. No. Thank God for women with compromised standards. Yeah, right. Word. We call them our wives. Yeah. Here's now <laughs> punting our coverage. Yeah. Uh, well, fellas, in, in pop culture news, uh, the last season of Cobra Kai has been released. So oh, God. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go again. do that and uh, call an end to episode 305 of the After Lodge podcast. Unless somebody right. has something else to add. No. Oh, we Firebug, I'm done. All right. No, this has been fairly robust in the limited amount of time we've done it. So, yeah. yeah. See, do you see, Chuck? This is how productive we are when that quit from Connecticut doesn't show up. You can find the oh. show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You don't need the www, but some of us are like 90s kids and we're stuck in the past. You can shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with Jamie on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. I'll be joining you as soon as my Matrix relay is up and running. Um, no tell them when that'll be, so don't hold your breath. You can find <laughs> Chuck on Reddit as the king of no pants. Uh, if you can find Bruce on Reddit, you need to contact us and let us know. You may have won the grand prize. You get the uh, golden ticket. We're and also then leave the rest of us the no, I'm just kidding. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at After Lodge, <laughs> and uh, probably in some other places that I'm forgetting because yeah, Jamie is everywhere. so high that I'm losing memory strands. <laughs> so thanks for listening. As long as the passwords are saved, and uh, we'll see you next week. Later, Slodja. <laughs> see ya. Giggity.